0: Welcome in to the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek for Friday, October 30th. I'm Caroline Gonzalez alongside John DeShazer and on today's show we have Saints legend and WWL radio color analyst Deuce McAllister joining us on the show today. Deuce, how you doing after Zeta?
1: Zeta got us all out here bad. I mean, it's, it's hard out here, but hey, it could, it could be worse. I mean, it could be worse, uh, you know. 2020 is just trying. 2020 has been trying for a lot of different reasons, uh, you know, for anyone that is still without services, you know, obviously, um, you know, we're thinking about you. hats off to all of our linemen that are out there working to get the power restored back into the city and full that it moved fast. It did. We've been in trouble.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Deuce, obviously the the low-hanging fruit um, today for the Saints, they're they're dealing with a lot. Luckily, there is power uh, at the facility on airline at the Ochsner Sports Performance Center, but um, the injury report coming out on Friday listing Michael Thomas out, Marquez Calloway out uh, alongside Nick Easton. Teron Armstead uh, is probably going to play, but obviously those two wide receivers for the Saints and Marquez Calloway, Michael Thomas being out alongside Emmanuel Sanders, who's still going through his COVID process, uh, protocol. What exactly does that mean for the Saints, and who do you think is going to step up in their place?
1: Well, it's been a next man up mentality. I mean, but at this point, you're starting to look behind and say, who is the next man up? You know, they've they've got some guys that are on the reserve Obviously, you know, the top three guys that you talked about, Traquan Smith, you know, he's the last standing guy. And, you know, you talk about being getting getting coverage. He's going to get all the coverage that you want, you know, uh, that, that he can handle. I know it will be Austin, Cardjuan, Johnson. You know, both of those young men had an opportunity to uh, uh, get called up from the practice squad. And then you obviously also had Deontay Harris. I mean, so those four will be your top – receivers Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised you know obviously you're going to have you're going to have Cook you're going to have Troutman you know those guys will be involved so you'll really technically have three tight ends four tight ends with Taysom Hill Uh, but the star power as far as receiver it's chopping away and that's going to make those safeties walk further and further into the box against that Saints offense.
0: Deuce, obviously the, the Bears uh, playing Monday Night Football earlier kind of on a short week, um, but what have you seen out of this Bears defense the last few seasons when the Saints have played them and, and even watching the Bears this year that worries you and, and what are some areas that you think the Saints can take advantage?
1: Saints better be committed to run the football. I think from a weather standpoint, you know, I think the wind chill or at least the wind will be around 15 to 20 miles per hour. Uh, I think that is something that gonna, that is going to be steady. You go back and you look at last year's tape. Saints did move the football. They were able to run it. well. The Murray? I think that's using something similar. You know, last year, when you talk about that game, you didn't have Drew Brees, you didn't have Alvin Kamara. Well, you'll have both of those guys. You won't have Michael Thomas and obviously Emmanuel Sanders. So other guys have to be willing and able to step up you have to be committed to running the football. You know, you know that you're going to get that eighth man in the box. It's yet to be determined. I think Khalil Mack, he's dealing with the an ankle injury. Uh, you know, I think that he's going to try to play. You know, Toronto said both of those guys are w- walking wounded in a sense, you know, and so uh, you're going to try to get the best out of both of those guys. A key player for them, I think, is Allen Robinson. I mean, because if they don't have him, then from a big body receiver, that, that takes away a weapon that they, you know, obviously can take advantage of or at least use against the Saints defense. But, you know, as far as just scoring points, Saints, you get in the red zone, you have to come away with touchdowns. We've been very, very to the red zone. Look, Chicago has a tight ends that they like to throw to. So, for us, you know, we know it's going to be a heavy game as far as nickel is concerned, big nickel. We've got to be able to force them to, to, to at least attempt to kick field goals or at least come up with the turnover. So, you know, it would be nice to get on that streak this week instead of just allowing every team, whenever they get in the red zone, to be able to score touchdowns.
2: Yeah, Deuce, I know you mentioned, you know, how, how thin they are receiving some of the guys who are going to step up, but this could be one of those – 10, 12 catch days for Alvin Kamara, too. I mean, he could get a heavy use day here, uh, especially in the re- receiving aspect. Uh, Latavius Murray uh, basically ran over, the, the bass to, to the point where they almost cried uncle last year. 27, 119 yards and a couple touchdowns. Um, but if you're going to throw it some, looks like Alvin's going to have to be heavily, heavily involved, at least in that part of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, but look for two guys to be on Alvin. I mean, you you've got some pretty good linebackers in uh, Danny Trevathan and Roquan Smith. Both of those guys are I, I call both of those guys, if not you know, upper echelon there and lead as far as what they can do defensively. And so I look for the Bears to put put Eddie Jackson. He's dealt with the knee injury last week. He was able to finish. You know, when Alvin splits out wide, he's going to get the attention of not only their top safety as far as coverage is concerned. I mean, because they like to play a lot of quarters, but the Saints can manipulate that a little bit of how they uh, line up the formation or personnel that they send out there. So they can get some matchups that they want. But if, I, if I'm the Saints, I try to get, you know, uh, you're going to get that nickel personnel. You know, you're going to get quarters. So some double moves as well as some overload with some level concepts will get you what you want from an offensive scheme standpoint.
2: You know, the Bears look primed to be a team that you can make one-dimensional. They run it for 84 yards a game, last in the league. Um, is that something that the Saints really are looking forward to? I guess especially the way they've been playing uh, past defense. Uh, you know, you, you want to make them one-dimensional, and yet it's, it, it's feeding into the thing that you don't seem to be doing well right now. Conceptual, yes. I mean, when you think about it, look at it on paper, yes, you want to make
1: that team one-dimensional. Uh, you feel like that you can really probably stop them running the football with seven in the box. I mean, but with the Saints team, it's not can you cover, it's can you communicate. That's the biggest question mark that you have for the Saints. Can you communicate? Because if they can communicate, then you can slow down, really, any team. I mean, this Saints team has talent, but it's just, you know, at this point it's almost like ABC. You know, it's, it's simple, but it's been so hard for us to be able to just communicate on the back end.
0: Deuce, we all know how uh, I respond to cold weather. We've all seen me in the press box, but when you're dealing with a team uh, in cold weather, um, how as a player do you prepare for that? You know, mentally, physically, uh, you know, you have to go out and play. There's no excuses, but it's going to be cold. It's going to be windy. How do you get ready for that?
1: you layer up. I mean, that's really all you can do as a player. And you want to make sure that you're moving on the sideline and make, they'll have heaters. They'll have different things. I mean, they may even have some uh, chicken broth on the sideline because, you know, since it's not freezing, uh, you'll probably have Gatorade. Normally you only have that chicken broth if it's freezing as far as, you know, temperatures under 32 degrees. And so those players, they'll just layer up. I mean, they'll have the hand warmer on the sideline. You know, a couple of them will have the, the, the hand warmer as far as uh, around them as they go out there and play. I mean, but as a player, you layer up uh, somebody like me and you, Carolina, as we covering it, it's gonna be a long three hours up there at Soldier Field. I'm, I'm gonna be
2: miserable, but I'm gonna be layered up. You can guarantee you that. Well, maybe bigger concern, Deuce. Uh, Soldier Field, the turf can be, how can I say this kind? Uh, crap. Can... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how do you combat that? Because the Saints handled it well last year, Uh, And they've handled it well in in other years. So what, what do they do to be able to handle that turf, which isn't the best in the league?
1: J.D., I think the biggest thing is making sure that you have multiple set of cleats. The one thing that they do have as far as uh, to their advantage when you talk about that turf, it won't be like there's rain. And so it's basically it will be windy in that sense. So it won't be any mist or anything coming down. So that helps you in that sense. So, you know, you just want to have multiple set of cleats as well. And I think that will be the most important thing.
0: I apologize because I have Fletcher Mackle, local broadcaster, speaking in the other room as I am using his house for both power and Wi-Fi. Uh, but Deuce, if you could give us a, a score prediction for Sunday's game, you know, obviously Saints kind of putting the pieces together and the Bears trying to come back from a loss uh, earlier in the, this week. What do you think the, the outcome is going to be?
1: Be a close game, you know, I look at it anywhere between a three to seven point, maybe even four point game for the Saints. Uh, you know, for the Saints, they, 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 they've been scoring against pretty much every team. But this team, this team is going to present some problems and not having your top receivers is going to present some problems. I still look for the Saints to be able to score at least 24 points and the Bears are anywhere between 14 to 17 uh, points for the for for them.
0: Perfect. Well, Deuce, we'll let you go. We appreciate your time. Uh, hopefully you guys get power back on and everything is uh, restored peacefully in New Orleans for everybody here soon. And and we can all rally around a TV and watch the Saints on Sunday.
1: Yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, our fans and everybody, we start to get some power pretty soon, but I know energies, they're working extremely hard to try to make that happen right now.
0: 100%. Well, Deuce, we appreciate your time. Have a good one. All right. Thank you. All right, that was Saints legend Deuce McAllister. Sorry if you heard Fletcher Mackle in the background. As I said earlier, I'm using his house for power and Wi-Fi as I am still out, uh, as many Louisianians are. Um, but we'll figure it out and we'll find a way. Like I said, hopefully we can be all around a TV together, somewhere safe, socially distancing and with a mask, watching the Saints get a win over the Bears on Sunday. Tune in into Dome at Home Live an hour before kickoff on Sunday. That'll be 225 on Sunday. Tune in into Dome at Home Live. We'll also have the post game show immediately following the game with the live press conferences of Sean Payton, Drew Brees, and every other Saints player that you could possibly imagine who wants to speak to us on Sunday. That'll do it for the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek for Friday, October 30th. For John DeShazer, Deuce McAllister, I'm Caroline Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week.